On this episode of My Life at a Weird Angle, I'm doing a bit of reflection. I mean, so much of my day, so much of my finances, so much of my my life is wrapped up in what I'm giving to other people, and it can be draining. It can be draining because, you know, I only have so much to give. I only have so much of me, so much of advice, so much of my spirit and energy that I can give to certain situations before I start to feel depleted myself. Something that I've been going through lately is just that feeling not overwhelmed, but just drained. And so much of my thinking has been into some high stress situations as far as my business goes. Really taking risks and betting on myself in a really big way is something that's necessary to grow, but it's also at the same time something that I need to be mindful of because it can pull me in different directions. And in order to get through that, in order to get back to my truest self, which is my oneness with God and and the peace, like scripture tells us that passes all understanding, then I have to just stop. I have to just stop because you can get caught up so much in the want. And I like what Big Sean said on the Jay Shetty podcast about want. And that could just have your mind in the state of not having. You know, I want this because I don't have it. I want that because, you know, the situation is not ideal. But rather switching it over into a pursuit mode of just going for what you know belongs to you. And that's a much different way of thinking about things. And for me, that's been real vital lately. Because really recognizing our own desires, the desires meaning desire of the Father, of the Creator that we are given specifically, are really just markers and ideas and a precursor to the things that are ours. You know, I've been studying a lot on different words and different aspects of faith. And not just meaning faith in a religious standpoint, but, you know, faith as far as personal belief. You know, faith is defined as the substance of things to hope for and the evidence of things not yet seen. And, you know, that substance, those things that aren't yet seen are really just in your imagination. The things that are floating around in our head that we see as awesome or ours. All that positive stuff that you see for your own life. And that's not wanting things. Those are desires that you didn't place in in you. So it's not up to you or up to me to fulfill them. You know, of course, you play your part with what you choose to believe. Like it says in the day one mindset, you know, we are what we choose to accept and what we refuse to give up. And, you know, I, I had to choose to give up my former self, my former way of thinking, my, my fears and my doubt and my worry and my concerns. And it's weird that we even want to hold on to those things, but from time to time we do because, you know, sometimes the hardship is the most familiar thing and it's, you know, hard to let that go. 
but I had to do that in order to clear my mind so that I can have a renewed mind and therefore a healthier and renewed body. I've been praying for not new things, but just the right things. The things that I, I've put in my vision board, the things I put in my notes, the things that I meditate on, and they've been coming to fruition. One of the big things, you know, in my life at a weird angle is teaching others the day one mindset, having that be a major, major source of income for my family and to just effectively impact the world in such a big way that I'm helping people to awaken awaken to their own power and to have more and be more, yes, but also, well, not but, to have more and be more and also do so with with a light heart. You know, I'm a firm believer that, that scripture, that the Bible is a practical manual for life. And one of the things that it says is, you know, when you operate from this higher plane of, you know, a oneness with God, that the burden, you know, your burdens are just easy. You know, the yoke is easy. Your burdens are light. It's, it's not, it's not a heavy thing going for big or important things. It's, if nothing else, it's, it should be freeing. And it's weird because, you know, I remember that Phil Collins song. I think it's Phil Collins where it's free fallen. You know, the, the lyrics are just fall and fall and free fall. And, and I remember that distinct moment when I was living in South Florida and, you know, I heard that song clear as day, just in my head belting and just letting me know that, you know, I had to stop forcing it. I was living a version of my life, a version of myself, and I wasn't living a complete true version. And I needed to just stop and, and just free fall into the version of me that's true. And I find myself there now and just having to get back to the basics. And it's interesting that while I'm going through this coaches program and I'm believing for and uh, operating under the, the idea and the belief that my finances and, and my, my day one mindset is just ready to skyrocket and to quantum leap into another realm that I'm using the drops and I'm using the day one mindset more than ever, personally. And getting back to just reading the, the drops every day and my own wife yesterday just reminded me of, of some that really hit home. And I remember writing them as they came to me on scraps of paper or a napkin or my hand or the side of a margin or something, wherever I could. Um, and realizing in the moment, like, wow, that's, that's profound. You know, thinking, you know, this is important, but really now at the place where I am with my business and my personal growth, really seeing how impactful and important and useful some of these phrases are in these moments. And it's really been such a great catalyst to keep me going and to give me that peace. 
and that ease that, you know, I so long for. Because, you know, uh, money is not going to buy me happiness. Things definitely are not going to make me happier. And it's really just about the fulfillment of the pursuit. You know, it's been said, you know, that the that the journey is more important than the destination. And you get things mixed up and it, and it gets a little tricky and hard when you put so much focus on the destination, so much focus on that one goal that, of course, it's not going to be what you thought. And of course, you're going to be kind of messed up if you're if you're too caught up in it. One of the drops yesterday, I believe that my wife reminded me of from my book is, you know, when you're so focused on the pursuit or when you're so, hold on a second. When you're too focused on the end goal, you blind yourself to the process. Or when you're so, okay, okay, what is it? When you're too focused on the process, you blind yourself to the experience. And lately, I've been so focused on the process, you know, the process of my day, the specifics of my schedule, the specifics of my morning routine, the crossing the T's off with all these, uh, with this mindset class that I'm taking, with the mindset course that I'm teaching, with, you know, with running my business and talking to my employees. And just the regimen of it all has, has just, it got to a place where I was being blinded by, to the experience. I wasn't seeing it as something grateful, joyous thing to, to do or to be a part of and forgetting that, wow, you know, DDH is really, has really become a, a powerhouse of a business that I really have employees now. And I'm really shipping products, um, in two different countries and I'm really making network or making connections with models and representatives and I'm really getting thousands and thousands of likes and hits on our posts. And it's just, you know, giving myself the opportunity to just step back a little bit and get back into the experience and not just be so regimented and focused on the process. Because, yeah, there's a certain point in time where it comes where you just have to trust that what you're doing is the correct thing. And that's part of having faith. That's part of the unseen because not everyone is going to, not everyone can know the behind the scenes of it all. You know, my wife loves me dearly and she's intimately connected to my life. However, she doesn't know all the twists and turns and ups and downs of my own mind. As far as, you know, how what I believe about my goals in that particular moment. Or how I feel every moment of the day. You know, that part is the unseen. That part is mine. That part is is unique to me. And that's something to be guarded because that, that's directly tied to your peace. And, you know, while other people might not see all the specific growth, I know that today I choose to do the right thing. I know that I still believe. I know that I've come so far and I know that I'm constantly going from glory to glory. The Diamond Academy that I'm a part of and, you know, subsequently the Bob Proctor Network that inspired the Diamond Academy really talks about, you know, the frequency of it all. 
that when you're moving at a high vibration and you know you're you're doing these inspired actions your frequency is just so high you're you're tapped in you know you're on that wave you're you're in those that flow state like anybody who's creative can get into whether that's woodworking or art or dance or music or you know any of those things that we do getting ourselves into that flow state as much as possible where our frequency is high is the place where we can operate and create real amazing things and also rest you know i think we far far too often we underestimate rest with this you know hustle mentality oh i'm on the grind i'm hustling i'm getting it in i'm you know i'm going 24 7 but poof i'm here to tell you that shit burnt me out a bunch of times which leads to one of the other drops, you know, it says, it talks about discomfort. There's so many about discomfort because I think we, we uh, misinterpret it. Because according to the day one mindset, discomfort is a marker. It's a call to action. It's letting you know that, hey, change is needed and you're ready. And, you know, when we discount discomfort, you say, oh, you know, it's, it's fine. Or, oh, it's no big deal. No, it is a big deal. You matter so much. And that's one thing that I, I've understood about myself uh, during this time of, of using a wheelchair, and especially early on after breaking my neck, was that my thoughts and my words mattered so, so much. To not only what I would subsequently do, but also how I thought about myself. Because really all we are is the story that we choose to tell ourselves. It's my, my life is my interpretation of things. And only I know whether or not I'm living in an authentic version of myself. So, you know, avoiding those, those uncomfortable things rather than really addressing them and taking action. And at least, you know, taking the time to examine, okay, what's going on here? has really made all the difference in the world. And, you know, as I grow and I build more, I'm extremely mindful of that, of the way I think and the things that come to mind and, and how I'm feeling in those moments, rather than just pushing it aside and saying, no, I don't got time for this like I used to. Now it's like, wait a second, I'm valuable enough to figure this out. I'm valuable enough to take the time to rest and figure this out. And... It's allowed me to just keep going so consistently and to just operate on a different level. And it's, it's so keen and, and, and I love how, how it's all playing together. You know, I think it was, it was Emerson that said, you know, everything is, happens because of what already happened. You know, we're a product of the past. We're a product of our, past choices and our past decisions and I thank God that over the last few years I've been planting these seeds of just greatness of being a superhero and I mean that in every sense of the word you know being able to go up over or 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 through or around a situation in order to get past it super to be above it all and hero is just a person that has conviction and determination and bravery and has 
taken actions that are commendable for themselves and for others. And calling myself a superhero, it, it really harkens to obviously, you know, the superheroes of comic books and of the Marvel series. That it's not be, that they succumb to fear or discomfort or discounted things. No, they were just like, all right, well, I'm uncomfortable. Why? Let me figure this out. Let me take this time. Oh, I'm, there's fear here. Okay, what am I afraid of? Okay, now what's the action I need to take? And just being able to examine yourself sometime instantly, you know, once you get good at it, in order to keep going. And it's, right now it just seems like that's the only way to live for me. It's the only way that seems right and true is just to call myself a superhero and treat myself that way. One of the big things that I've learned here in the Diamond Academy is thinking from the end result. And for me, that means, you know, acting like the person that I envision myself of being. We're really just divided up into, you know, the way we think, the way we behave, and what we believe. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, well, thinking, feeling, and, and acting, really, are, are what we are. And the thinking now for me is thinking that I'm connected to, to the Most High in a different way. Thinking that I am a millionaire and I am a highly sought-after motivator and designer with global influence. Thinking... I can do all things, and scripture is so freaking vital and useful. Feeling bold, feeling confident, feeling true, feeling expressive, and feeling abundant, and feeling rich, and feeling powerful, and feeling clear-headed. And what am I being? I'm being true to myself. I'm capable. I am well-able. I am efficient. I am uh, an owner. I am an author. You know, I am able to use my words to impact change, to move mountains, like scripture says. And it's cool that I, I'm doing that more often because, you know, as I expand day one, new opportunities just come to mind. And new opportunities just come along my way. And some of those are because of the seeds that I planted and nurtured long ago. I was, it was 2005, the fall of 2005, when I became a beta. When I became a member of Sigma Lambda Beta Fraternity at Western Michigan University. And, you know, that desire in me to be Greek, I didn't ask for it, it just... It came to me as such a, an awesome yes, you know, a, a deep desire to just move forward with that as a part of who I am. So I did. And it was one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made in my life. And over the years since then, I've nurtured that, those relationships with my brothers and the organization, and I've held different positions within it. And... Now, just recently, one of my own fraternity brothers that 
I've developed a relationship with over the last couple of years vouched for me for a business expo that the university is sponsoring. And now I have a booth and a table there for that expo, which exposes me to so many more professional people that are prime, prime to have a more powerful mindset, that love self-development and that love progression, that love to utilize their money and their connections to better themselves and better their world. And really just to do so with such uh, mental clarity and ease and peace that, you know, it's what we all want. So it's just a reminder for me that, hey, you know, listening to myself always pays off. Always. And like the day one mindset teaches, you know, a dream completed will always lead to a dream completed. I had that dream that 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 vision of me being Greek. And I did that. And I accomplished that goal and I put my name down and, and I'm wearing those letters and those letters are even tattooed across my chest. And that dream completed there, listening to myself and listening to my own fruition or listening to my own prompts to bring that to fruition allowed me years later to complete another dream, which is of the day one mindset being taught at Western, being taught at my alma mater. And while I've kind of dabbled in that before at a private event, now I'm doing it on an even bigger scale with all these business people in this community. That's linking me not only to the community I live in, the business world, but also to the major university of this city and of this part of the country. And it's just one more tangible step, one more bit of evidence that was first sparked by my own thoughts and my own desires and saying yes to myself. You know, when I started getting the prompts for the content of the day one mindset, I didn't know where all where it would go. But I did know that it felt important. I did know that thinking about it mattered to me. And I saw how it helped me to, to be a better version of myself, a truer version of myself. And listening to that, we all have that voice. Scripture calls it the still small voice. And it's, you know, when you listen to yourself, it always pays off. It always pays off. Because it allows you to find your power within yourself. It allows you to personalize your power and personalize the relationship that you have with God within you. And having that power, having that connection, having that, that, that inner safe space, that inner brave space, where all things are known, there's clarity, there's peace, there's joy, there's power, there's love, there's abundance, there's righteousness, there's truth. That's where all those things reside. And when I've constantly embraced them, and promoted that same mindset within my children and my wife, we all flourish. And that's really why I'm even doing the podcast and the day one mindset and building this empire based on value is to just quantum leap as many people as possible. Because belief in yourself and the story, the positive story that you tell yourself is all that matters. 
All that matters if you want to really impact change. All that matters if you want to manifest. Belief. But belief starts with trusting yourself. And trusting yourself starts with listening to yourself. So everybody listening to this today, I encourage you to just listen to yourself more. Listen to yourself more. Because you don't want your life to be based on the suggestions of other people and the ideas that they had for your life. Because eventually you're going to realize that that may not be true. Listen to yourself. Listen to that God within you. Because we are all a part of creation in that way. We are all the highest form of creation because we have what other animals do not. We have independent thought. We have creativity. We have vision. We have words. We have belief and we can operate on a plane that's way higher than the basic instincts of life. And we can use that power every day. I'm using that power now to speed up my recovery and be done with this wheelchair business and just be walking fully. I'm using this power to bring about more success in my business and more money than ever I've, than I've ever seen before. I'm using this to better my employees and my wife and my children and all those around me. I love that I'm a part of this. I'm loving that I'm a part of this because, you know, while I said in the beginning that, you know, giving outside of myself and, and nurturing these relationships and this, this business, you know, drains me in a way, it also replenishes me. Because at the same time that I'm giving, I'm also receiving. I'm receiving because I'm saying yes to myself and expressing that self-love and that self-belief. I'm being given so many amazing relationships and, and feelings and, and the ability to see how I'm able to impact others in a tangible and, and interesting way. I'm able to experience my own ideas come to fruition, like my clothing company. And I'm able to see how the seeds that I planted years ago are evidence of things that I experience now. I'll leave you with this. One of my favorite cliches is watch what you say. And a lot of people interpret that as just be careful of the words that you use. And for sure, I agree with that. And I would like to add something else to that. Watch what you say is you can tangibly and physically and really literally watch your words become your world. You can watch what you say. It will appear in your life eventually. Some of the seeds that you plant with your words will take years. Some of the seeds are instantaneous. And we've all seen how people's words can really cause some chaos. People have lost jobs, lost marriages, lost scholarships, lost careers because of their words watch what you say our words our our world is just the tangible words that people have planted years ago that led to certain actions and thoughts
lesson for today, don't forget to use your words to create the world as you see fit. Sometimes our eyes will deceive us into thinking things like that we're in poverty or we're stuck or we don't know what to do or that we can't do something because of something else. But that's just not true. You have the power to use your words to plant the seeds to create the world as you see fit. And you can do so on day one. This is my life at a weird angle.